Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. That's right. It's all about golf. That's the language spoken here every Sunday on Tea to Green, the golf show. Hello, fellow golfers. And welcome from the fantastic five-star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, the longtime home of Tita Green and the home of the 2018 U.S. Senior Open. Now just one year and one week away, it's getting close. I'm Jay Ritchie. Jerry Butenhoff is off today, and Jerry's going to miss a great show. Everyone's talking about the U.S. Open, the record-setting U.S. Open. More players under par than ever before. And yesterday, there was a record nine under par, 63 shot at Aaron Hills in Wisconsin. Nine under, the lowest score ever in the history of the U.S. Open. So what's going on? Well, we'll try to find out today as we welcome two experts guests. John Sanford will be here. He's the new president of the ASGCA. That's the American Society of Golf Course Architects. They're based in Wisconsin, about a four iron away from Aaron Hills. He's been at the Open all week, and we'll get his thoughts on the course and on his new role as president of the premier group when it comes to golf course architects in the country. John Sanford on Tee to Green today. Our other guest, Dave Shedlowski, if that name sounds familiar to golfers, well, it should. Golf Digest and Golf World, he's one of the best golf writers in the country. Dave Shedlowski has been covering the Open in Aaron Hills all week long, and today he'll talk about the golf course, the Open, and all the low scores being shot at Aaron Hills on tee to green. early Sunday morning, the sun is coming up, I'm on the tee at seven, I'm here to try my luck, they say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot, though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots, oh lord, what am I gonna do, help me keep my head down, Save me from those double bogey blues. This is America's longest-running network radio golf show. Jay Ritchie at the Broadmoor getting things started. Scott Cuddy's in master control. And we'll tee it up next with John Sanford on Tee to Green. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800 692 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. The following update is for drivers who pay too much for car insurance due to DUIs, DWIs, tickets, or anything else. By now, you know all too well that SR22 Auto Insurance is way more than you'd ever want to pay. You probably thought you didn't have a choice, but you were wrong. Our company specializes in low-cost, very affordable SR22 Auto Insurance for high-risk drivers. We know that mistakes happen, so take pride in being able to offer absolutely free quotes for this very affordable auto insurance meant specifically for you, the overpaying high-risk driver. We're standing by at 800-758-0725. The only thing you need to do is stop waiting around while your monthly payments stay as high as they are. Our knowledgeable representatives are ready for your call at 800-758-0725. The quote is free, and we'll even handle the filings so you could start saving money every month even sooner. Call 800-758-0725. That's 800-758-0725. Once more, 800-758-0725. 
there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-797-1256. 800-797-1256. That's 800-797-1256. Show by golfers, for golfers, it's Tita Green. Welcome in. Jay Ritchie at the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Scott Cuddy's in master control. Co-host Jerry Butinoff, but still off today. Jerry went back to Minnesota recently for a high school class reunion and uh, took a little extra time, and he should be back with us on Tita Green next week. A beautiful day here in Colorado, a little on the cool side, but we can use a little relief after a number of hot days, and it's not even summertime yet. About a year from now, the best senior golfers will be here at the Broadmoor getting ready to tee it up at the U.S. Senior Open Championship. That'll be the 39th U.S. Senior Open, and that'll be the second time that that event is going to be played here at the Broadmoor, the last time the seniors were here back in 2008, nearly a decade ago. The dates for that event, June 25th through July 1st next year here at the Broadmoor East Course in Colorado Springs. Everyone, of course, excited about the USGA and the U.S. Open Championship, which is going on this week at at Aaron Hills in uh, Aaron, Wisconsin, about 40 minutes north of Milwaukee. And it has been a record-setting week, and that's kind of what we're going to focus on on the show today. John Sanford, the new president of the American Society of Golf Course Architects, one of our guests, and the other is uh, from Golf Digest and Golf World, one of the best golf writers in the country, Dave Shedlowski, will be joining us to talk about Aaron Hills, the Open, and all those low scores. The ASGCA, by the way, founded back in 1946 by 14 leading architects, is a nonprofit organization comprised of experienced golf course designers located throughout the U.S. and Canada. The, I found this interesting. The average ASGCA member has spent nearly 30 years as a golf course architect, designing 42 new 18-hole courses, and the average member has worked on or consulted on nearly 150 projects in eight different countries around the world. I guess that's just another way of saying these guys, when it comes to golf course architecture, know what they're doing and what they're talking about. And hopefully we'll hook up with John here in a little bit to, to talk about uh, his agenda as the new president of the ASGCA. He will serve as president through April of next year. And, of course, they are based in uh, Wisconsin, not that far from Aaron Hills, and he spent some time out on the golf course uh, this week at the U.S. Open watching the action up close and personal, and uh, hopefully we'll get some thoughts from him on that as well. What a tournament so far. The 117th U.S. Open after 54 holes. We have Brian Harmon with a one-shot lead over Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepta. Kepka and Tommy Fleetwood, we have 16 players at the top of the leaderboard who've never won a major before. We'll get into that just a little bit more, but our first guest is standing by. As I mentioned, John Sanford was elected president of the American Society of Golf Course Architects at the organization's recent 71st annual meeting. That happened in his hometown of Jupiter, Florida. I think he's there now joining us today on TD Green. Good morning, John. How are you? I'm great, Jay. How are you? Super. You know, now you're, you're, are you back home after spending some time in Wisconsin? 
Uh, no, not quite. I had to make a quick stop in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, to meet my new granddaughter. Oh, well, hey, that's that's <laughs> the number one priority right there, for sure. First, gra- first granddaughter? My first one, yep. All right. Yep, unbelievable. Super. Uh, the let's before we talk about the open, let's let's talk a little bit about the ASGCA. Uh, I kind of gave a general overview there. What is it exactly? What? Who are you guys, and what do you do? So we're a, we're a professional organization made up of uh, about 170 members from uh, the United States and Canada. And um, we're all golf course architects that have uh, passed a rigorous um, vetting procedure um, of professional practices and, and projects. Um, and, you know, we've got some, some uh, definite mission and uh, goals in the industry, um, you know, things like fostering professionalism, um, educating our members, promoting the health of the game, um, expanding opportunities for our members and supporting design excellence. You started your career back in the mid '80s. Did you? Uh, your association with the ASGCA did that also begin back then? You know, it takes a while, Jay, to be to build a, a body of work and then go through the the vetting of uh, to become a member. So I actually uh, became a member in uh, 1998. So it takes takes a few years to to get to the to uh, position to qualify. You've worked on courses in New York, in Florida, Massachusetts, as well as Japan, Vietnam, Egypt, the Dominican Republic. That's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good resume right there. Yeah, you know, I've been very fortunate. Uh, I like to travel. I like to experience different cultures. So um, you know. Yeah, that's why you know you got some of those international um, locations. But you know, every every project is is interesting and different, and um, you know we do it because we love it. Around 2005 or so, you started working on a number of projects with Jack Nicholas. What has that relationship been like? You know, Jay, it's it's been fantastic. Um, you know, growing up in South Florida, I've known the Nicholas family since you know we were kids, and. Jack's just been uh, fantastic. You know, he's just a wonderful gentleman, um, a real mentor. Um, he's he's great to work with, and and uh, obviously, you know, prolific record, and um, you know, just a, a great architect. I always learn stuff from Jack, and uh, just really enjoy working with him. Did you envision yourself at some point becoming the the leader of this organization, the president of the ASGCA? Uh, you know, good question. You know, not really. Um, you know, I, I joined 20, almost 20 years ago. I really just wanted to meet a bunch of the, the guys that I had never met before. And, and, of course, we get to play some great golf courses at our at our functions. So that was really all I had thought about initially. Um, and then once I got involved, I, I saw what a great organization it is and how, how much we can do for our members and for the game itself. So So that's why I continue to become more and more involved and, and here we are when you say involved now what what exactly does that mean well you know we have a hundred like i said we have 170 members um so you know we have a, a, a lot of members that that um you know we enjoy seeing every year but then there's a you know a smaller group of us that really get involved with strategic planning you know get on the the, the board of governors and then the executive committee and you know, feel like I really feel like we can make a difference in the game as thought leaders. So um, that's that's what I meant by involved. Yeah. yeah. So you kind of have to work your way up to the role of being the president, right? Correct. Yeah. It's it's a it's a long road, um, but certainly a fruitful one. John Sanford, recently elected president of the American Society of Golf Course Architects. John, we can get into this a little bit now and then we'll carry you over into the next segment and continue. But some of the challenges, here we are, 2017, some of the challenges facing your group and uh, golf course architects in general. Well, you know, today it's it's been tough, um, you know, with, with the recession, I I call it, uh, you know, it was a general recession, but it it was a golf depression. You know, the the a uh, lot of 
courses that have been closed and not a whole lot of new courses being built. So what, what we're doing these days is mostly renovating the older golf courses. Um, but we're, we're also starting to see more and more um, interest in the game. The rounds are starting to, to move up again. So there's starting to be some talk about, about new courses being built. And, um, you know, I think with, you know, the U.S. Open being at Aaron Hills and showing what a great course that is, you know, on a, on a fair, fairly, uh, you know, recent uh, level, I, I think that, you know, we're going back to a more positive direction in the game. So do you, do you think the the worm has turned a little bit as far as new courses? It may never get back to where it was, though, what, 20 years ago and up until maybe a decade or so ago. But uh, do you think that maybe we'll, oh, I hear the music coming up. So let's, uh, let's continue that line of discussion on the other side of the break here. Uh, John, uh, John will hang on with us. John Sanford is the newly elected president of the American Society of Golf Course Architects. He will serve as ASGCA president through April of 2018. And we'll talk to him about uh, the landscape, no pun intended, no pun intended, I guess you might say, of uh, golf architecture these days, as well as Aaron Hills and the Open, where he spent some time this week watching play at the 2017 U.S. Open Championship. We are at the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, longtime home. Of Tita Green, I'm Jay Ritchie. We'll be right back. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free just call 800-507-1148 your pain relieving back brace may be covered by medicare at little or no cost to you call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last 
There's only one other acceptable theory about how to hit a golf ball. Oh, boy. Well, I'm afraid to ask. Well, what is it? What's the other theory? Grip it and rip it. <laughs> Tea to Green takes you to the driving range with our tip of the week. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past. Good morning, everyone. This is Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor Golf Club. This morning, I'm going to talk to you about a few driving tips and how to help you get off the tee better couple things we want you to be aware of one is grip pressure very very important most people grip the club too tightly and especially the driver it might be a few anxious moments there when you're on the first tee but make sure you've got the grip nice and light in your hands just no more tension on there than enough to hold the club secondly you want to hit something that you can get off the tee and in play do not be so worried about hitting 10 yards further with the driver if you hit it perfectly. If you hit the three wood on the sweet spot, go ahead and hit that. Now, the other thing I want you to worry about with a driver is to get a nice, full shoulder turn. Take the club away. The butt end of the club and your belt buckle need to go in unison on your takeaway. Lastly, you need to pose on your right toe at finish. That will make sure that you hit all the ball with all your weight. For more on driving, check out the website, t2greenradio.com, or visit your local PGA professional. Your number one source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, it's t Green, the golf show. The show replays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, so if you miss anything from this show or want to hear it again, be sure to catch it the second time around, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, every Sunday. And visit our website, t2greenradio.com, and while there, check out our Facebook page as well. I'm Jay Ritchie. Our guest, as we continue, is John Sanford, newly elected president of the American Society of Golf Course Architects. And, John, we talked about this in our last segment. Safe to say that the bread and butter for golf, tor- golf course architects over the last 10, 15 years has not been in building new courses, but in renovating old courses. I think the, the numbers will bear that out. But are you sensing that changing a little bit? And to what degree do you see that change happening in the future? You know, Jay, you're, you're exactly right. Yeah, the, the bulk of the work in this country is our renovations right now and much-needed uh, renovations. You know, a lot of improvements were deferred during the recession, so we're catching up on, on fixing up a lot of the old courses. Um, you know, we're starting to see some new new courses being discussed and being planned as part of residential developments. Um, but honestly, it's still um, slow to, to come about. And, you know, part of what our group is, is, is working on is changing the perception that that golf courses are a lost leader, um, you know. I mean, if, if done correctly and designed and built to be sustainable, golf courses can be a, a profit center unto their unto themselves. So that's one of the one of our initiatives, um, uh, you know, with our group. You don't have much time as president. Your term expires next April. What else is on your agenda for your time as president? You know, we're, we have a pretty well-oiled machine um, with headquarters up in Milwaukee. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's um, you know, I'm just trying to kind of continue on the trajectory that, that, uh, that my predecessors have started. You know, one of my real goals here this year is to continue to raise the, the brand awareness of, of the society. You know, we've got some, some really talented obviously creative and and smart folks in our group and and i just feel like you know we we really need to be more exposed to the the general golf world so you know i want to i want to create more brand uh, awareness and and i think that'll bring more value to our members in the long run sounds good now you spent some time this week uh, up at aaron hills what's going on up there all these low scores Were you, are you surprised by that uh very much so um, you know, the course is phenomenal. Uh, you know, Dana Fry, 
Dr. Herdson and, and Ron Witten did a just a, a wonderful job. Really, you know, kind of laid the golf course on the property. Didn't move a lot of dirt. It's a wonderful, wonderful, you know, obviously modern course, but kind of done in a very old and traditional way. Um, you know, it's 7,800 yards, so obviously it doesn't lack length. You know, what I saw when I was up there, Jay, was, um, you know, they, it, they'd received a lot of rain in the previous week, so the, the conditions are fairly soft. And uh, the wind just hasn't blown. Um, so I think the scoring is a, a testament to how great these young players are, number one. Uh, but also, you know, if, if the course was, was drier, firmer, faster, and there was a little more wind blowing, I, I think these guys would be right around par because it would be that much more a, a difficult of a test. Yeah, I, I've I've heard, I've heard a couple of takes on it that hey, it's a great course, but it's not a great U.S. Open course. Would you agree or disagree with that? I, I would disagree, and you know I, I think we have to break out of the mindset of the old traditional, uh, more penal type golf courses where the, the the fairways are 20 yards wide and you just hit it down the middle and and then you know uh hopefully on the green i think because there's some width out there at aaron hills in the in the fairway corridors it actually creates an opportunity for for more strategic shot making um so is it is it different than than the traditional open venue absolutely but i think it's a it's a good thing i think the players enjoy it more it's more exciting to watch and again uh, the low scores are due to the conditions uh you know the the lack of wind and the softer fairways and greens you know these guys are so good if you give them those conditions they can shoot nothing on on any course yeah and then you have the dichotomy of people saying it's too easy but yet you have you have the like the three arguably the best players in the world in Johnson, in McElroy, and in Jason Day, Dustin Johnson, McElroy, and, and Day, who didn't even make the cut. They're not even playing the weekend. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what's what's so great about this golf course. And, you know, you can add Justin Rose and a host of others to that yeah. list of top players that missed the cut. And what, what that tells you is those guys weren't driving the ball well. Um, you know, you, you, every, every tee shot there, you know, you've got a certain amount of width to hit it into. And if you go wide of that into that tall fescue, you're going to pay, pay the price. So you got to have the full game, um, which I think is, is the best way to identify the best player and the, the open champion of that year. So, you know, um, one of the things I see with, with the modern day game, uh, and not that it's a problem, but it's an issue is, you know, these guys are so long that on a lot of courses they can hit it just about anywhere, you know, 350 yards in the rough and recover with a, with a sand wedge to, you know, to a 450-yard par four. Um, you can't do that at Aaron Hills. You have to hit it straight. And, and um, you know, you got to have the full complement. John Sanford is our guest. He's the newly elected president of the American Society of Golf Course Architects. You mentioned the fescue. Uh, how you know we we've seen it on TV, but when you see it in person, what's it like? You know, it's it's uh, it's wonderful stuff. On you know, on one hand, it's what creates the the look and the definition of the golf course and those types of golf courses because of the the color and the texture variation from, um, you know, the, the fairway and the immediate rough. So I, I think it's, it's, it creates a striking um, aesthetic for, for golf courses of that nature. Uh, but at the same time, if, if you hit your ball in there and because it's been wet, you know, they've had a lot of rain, the, 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 more, the, the more moisture in the ground, the thicker that stuff gets. So um, it's been wet up there, and so the fescue is thick and it's bushy. So if, if you hit it in there, you know, you're lucky to find your ball, and if you do find it, it's, it's tough to get it out. So I really believe that, that that's the, one of the big stories this week is, is having that fescue, um, you know, make the players drive the ball well and, and control their ball is, is what really has made the difference. And the guys that are driving it well, um, you know, obviously going to score better. I know you can't speak for Dr. Hurdson or for Dana Fire, Ron Witten, but when players go out and shoot record scores on your 
golf course. Are you offended by it? How do you how do you take that? You know, personally, not at all. Um, you know, again, you know, you got you have to look at the conditions, and that's one of the great things about the game of golf is, you know, you can the conditions can affect the scoring, especially at that level, in in such a dramatic way. Um, like I said, if, if that you know if the conditions were such that it had been a drier spring and um, and everything was firm and fast, you know, um, with with a little bit of wind kicking up. Those guys would be—it would be tough to break par for them, no matter no matter how good they're playing. So, yeah. All right, John Sanford, our guest, the newly elected president of the ASGCA. John, congratulations on, on the new role, and thanks for joining us today here on Tee to Green. Thanks so much, Jay. Really enjoyed it. Hug your granddaughter for us too. That's John Sanford with us today on Tee to Green. Coming up, we'll continue talking about the U.S. Open. From Golf Digest and Golf World, Dave Shedlowski joins us from Aaron Hills on Tee to Green. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a roof. Time to work on your short game. Tea to Green helps you get it up and down. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past. 
Hi everyone, this is Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor Golf Club. Today we want to talk to you about pitching and how important it is to be able to make the right motion there to get the ball closer to the cup where you can make more up and downs. First of all, when you're pitching, I want the ball right in the middle of your stance. Now, there are variations off this, and certain lies may dictate otherwise, but for the most part, you want the ball right in the middle of your stance. Secondly, I want you to think of hands on a clock. Think of 9 to 3 when you're swinging a pitch shot. This will help you keep nice controlled motion, good contact, and get the ball to where you want to go. Lastly, the back of your left hand is going to mirror your club face. Whatever the back of the left hand does, so goes the club face. So if you let that kind of turn over, the ball will likely either be hit in the middle of the golf ball or you'll pull it or you'll put topspin on it. At the end of your golf swing, you want to be able to put a cup of coffee on the face of your golf club going right at your target. Keep that in mind when you've got a pitch shot 60 yards and in. That will help you be more accurate make putts. Save strokes, get the ball up and down. Check out tdegreenradio.com or visit your nearest PGA professional. It's destination listening for dedicated golfers. It's T to Green, the golf show. I'm Jay Ritchie. Thanks for joining us today. By the way, I want to say hello and a big shout-out to all of our new affiliates who are joining us and a lot of folks hearing T to Green for the first time. Also, a big shout-out to our flagship station here in the Colorado Springs area. That's Extra Sports 1300. If you like what you're hearing, check out our website. That's tdegreenradio.com. And then uh, give us a like or two or three or more on our Facebook page from our website, tdegreenradio.com. Our next guest is standing by Dave Shedlowski at the U.S. Open. Get to him in just a sec. But first, a quick reminder from our friends at Divot Magazine about the 2017 Greensaver golf discount book or mobile app it's colorado's longest running golf discount program 18 years and going strong more courses more options less restrictions you can save more and play more for just 49 dollars what do you get well here's some of the deals 86 total courses in all 69 of those with weekend play seven free green fees 143 discounted green fees 109 buy one, get one free packages, and 21 courses with any time, any day play. All of that plus a $75 off a golf lesson at any Golf Tech location in Colorado. $12,000 of total Colorado golf savings for just 49 bucks. For more info, call 303-797-8700 or go online at greensavergolf.com. Well, if you've been following the U.S. Open this week and what's happened through the first three rounds, you know that most of the big names are gone from the leaderboard at Aaron Hill. But one of the big names still there is our next guest, Dave Shedlowski. He's with Golf Digest and Golf World. He's been covering the Open all week. And we welcome Dave Shedlowski back to TD Green. Hey, Shed, how you doing? I'm great, Jay. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, uh, what's going on out there? Where, where, where'd everybody go? All the big names. Well, they they, um, they they blew away in the wind that wasn't there. I don't. <laughs> nobody really seems to have a, a great explanation for why eight of the top twelve uh, are not here. But uh, let's face it: if you if you didn't quite have your A game, it still was a U.S. Open type course in the regard. It was going to punish you off the tee, and you weren't going to be able to make birdies, let alone pars. So. Um, uh, it, it was just an oddity, and, you know, that's the way it goes. Now, we haven't had a win for three days. I think we've got all of the wind of the last four days here today. It is oh. extremely windy. Okay. It is, uh, it is gusting. The tent is, uh, you can hear the rattling in the tent above us um, from the rafters, and, uh, I mean, it's howling. Now, Justin Thomas goes out yesterday and throws out a 63 in relation to par. That's nine under. That's never been done before, and, and the Twitter universe has blown up. The Golf Channel has blown up. Everybody's saying it's too easy a course. It, it, it's, you know, never should have been a U.S. Open course. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think that it was maybe perhaps one of the fair U.S. Open courses, if you're going to call it a U.S. Open course, because good scores were, you know, good shots were rewarded and bad ones were punished, and, you know, we as we said, we've seen a lot of the top names in golf uh, dismissed this week because they didn't play well. Um, and I think that's a fair test of golf when 
you get the uh, and you get the reward or the punishment based on the quality of the shot. Having said that, um, when, nobody expected there to be no win for three days of USGA erring on the side of caution after several years of you know some funky things have gone on here. I think they wanted to make sure that they had a uh, a well received U.S. Open by the players and fans and so forth. Um, they certainly didn't count on it being this calm. And what you have is, you know, five guys at 10 under or better when you only had six players in the history of the championship who've gotten the 10 under uh, in the previous 116 years. Yeah, I know we've had uh, we had Mike Hurdson on the show a couple of weeks ago. And uh, several weeks back, we had Mike Trostel from the USGA. And they were both talking about the weather. And they said there have been days when they were out there in preparation for this event where it was just nasty. But it's it's been benign, at least until today. And uh, that, I think that has really helped to lower the scores. Yeah, what uh, I'm looking at a TV screen right now of uh, one of the uh, just off the first hole. And you can see just it's like the amber waves of grain are blowing <laughs> that high rough. And, um, I mean, you just, I mean, the USGA had to make sure that there were, you know, ample playing avenues uh, just in case they got a day like today. They had to do that. Um, but it was, a, it was a weird weather pattern. It actually got calmer as the day went on each of the first three days. And, I mean, nobody, that's just unheard of. So, and we we have good scoring, and uh, Johnny Miller's record is intact as far as the, the score, but as far as the relation to par, that belongs to Justin Thomas. Yeah, and I think I think most people who've been to Oakmont and who've been to Aaron Hills and who followed who follow golf enough to know the difference between the two courses, I I think the 63 at at Oakmont a lot tougher than the 63 at Aaron Hills. What what, what are your thoughts? I would agree. I mean, three players broke uh, 70 the day Johnny shot at 63. I think we had 18 players in the, uh, you know, in the 60s yesterday. And I don't know how many I didn't count that were under par, um, you know, with a 70, 71. So, you know, um, I I thought the one stat that was kind of crucial to for comparison was that that Justin Thomas beat the he beat the field scoring average by nine shots. Wow. Um, yeah, that's so that's so you can't take anything away from him as far as how impressive that round was. Now, Johnny Miller beat the field scoring average by ten point eight shots, so it was even <laughs> better. Yeah. So um, you know, so if you want to try to find a raw comparison, that's about as good as it gets. Definitely. From Aaron Hills, uh, from Golf Digest and Golf World, Dave Shedlowski is our guest here today on Tee to Green. Now, now I think now we know too, though, why. And there was a lot of there was a big dust up about this before the tournament even started. The fescue. It might be the only if if weather conditions are good, it might be the only defense Aaron Hills has. Well, that's right because they tried to make sure that the green didn't get away from them. So uh, they did have some interesting pin positions, uh, especially yesterday. There were a few, which makes, again, Justin Thomas' score a little more eye-popping. But uh, they could hide some of the pins, and they did. But they didn't do that a lot. I mean, they were, they were relatively uh, conservative in regards to what they do with pins and green speeds and so forth. And then you throw in the, wind, you throw in the lack of wind and the rain, which we hadn't really mentioned. It rained almost every day. Leading yeah. up to the championship, it rained again, you know, before yesterday's third round. It, it just was never going to be firm and fast, which is what the USGA prefers. Looking at the leaderboard, if you look at the players who made the cut, nearly 70 players made the cut. Only 10 of the people that made the cut have ever had ever won a major before. And you got the the top 16 guys on the board are players who've never won a major. So I guess it's safe to say, unless somebody throws a super low score today and everybody else blows up, that we'll probably get a first-time major champion. Well, that's right. The odds are incredibly good for that. And um, I think that also plays into, you know, the fact that there's all these top players, eight of the top 12, as we mentioned, not here for the weekend. I mean, you know, 
those were all guys who won majors, a lot of them. So uh, it's just <laughs> it's kind of funny if, uh, if, if that form holds, it'll be the eighth time in the last 11 years that uh, the U.S. Open winner is a first-time major champion. So it's become sort of another breakthrough major venue. However, the last six majors have been won by first-time major winners. So this would be seven in a row for that, and that trend is continuing. Uh, it's just, you know, you throw uh, Phil Mickelson, or you, you, th- you throw Tiger Woods out of the mix, and of course Phil Mickelson wasn't here this week, and he has five majors, so that's 19 majors. Um, you know, then uh, naturally there's going to be a bit of a void, and, uh, you know, nobody's really filling it to the degree that they did. Yeah, so. Dave, Dave said last Sorry time, about I guess. That. Yeah, that's all right. We're, we're, in uh, the, uh, we're in the media center, and they're making announcements. And they oh, okay. never make announcements in the morning. <laughs> okay. I thought that was your cell phone going south on you there oh, for no, a no. second. Okay. So we got Brian Harmon up by a shot. Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepta, Tommy Fleetwood, uh, one back. Ricky Fowler, two back. Uh, Siwoo Kim, three back. How far down do you go on that leaderboard, giving guys a chance today? Uh, the guy that the guy that just pops out to me is Brant Snedeker, who's a good win player. He's just six behind. He has two victories in his career of six and seven shots, respectively. But his first two career wins, I believe, he has another one where he won coming from five behind. His last win in 2016, Farmers. He shot that 69 in high wins and uh, came from, I believe, five back. Um, this is a guy who knows how to make a rally and knows how to play in the wind and control his, you know, control his trajectory. He putts well. Um, so that is the, I would say that is the very back end. Now, with this wind, I'm not even sure I would bet on six shots being safe. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> is the wind expected all day long or just part of the day, or what do you hear? As far as I see, it might it might dissipate a little, but it's blowing harder than they already already than they expected. So, um, and it was supposed to blow most of the day. So, um, it's going to be a very difficult final round. Rory McIlroy holds the 72-hole record at 16 under par. That looked uh, to be in danger. I don't think it looks in danger anymore. I think the winning score is around 10 under. Okay, well, all right. Well, that'll be make for an interesting Sunday, a championship Sunday at the 117th U.S. Open. Dave Shedlowski, read his work, of course, in Golf Digest and in Golf World. And, uh, Shed, don't get blown away out there today, okay? You hang on to something heavy. Well, yeah, I'm going to, you know, try and find some kind of anchoring device and uh, make sure I'm... In, in <laughs> make well, sure it's legal. Well supported. Yeah, make sure it's legal by USGA standards now if you're going to anchor, That's too. Right. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, great job right. again. Uh, enjoy the rest of the day, and thanks for joining us this morning here on T to Green. All right. We'll take uh, care, and happy Father's Day. Yeah, happy Father's Day to you, too, and happy, I didn't get a chance to mention, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, and I uh, hope it's a good one, and I hope you get uh, a chance to do what you want to do today on your day. Dave Shedlowski at Sharon Hills in the U.S. Open. One of two events going on in golf today. We'll check in on the Pro Tours in our next segment as we continue at the Broadmoor. This is Tita Green. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 
855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 It's T.D. Green, the fastest hour in radio and the quickest hour in golf. Not done yet. Let's go on tour. Check out what's happening on the Pro Tours. The Tour Champions, the over 50 set, idle this week. But the ladies are having a go of it in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Weather problems there. They had some flooding on Friday night at the Meyer LPGA Classic. One hole was reduced from a par 5 down to a par 3. So yesterday the course played to a par 69 instead of a par 71. And Lexi Thompson threw a 64 on that par 69 course and overtook Brooke Henderson for the lead. Thompson, a one-shot lead over Brooke Henderson, Leanne Pace, Sung Hyun Park, Jenny Shin, and Huju uh, Kim. There are nine players within four shots of the lead at this event. Lexi has had trouble closing lately, so uh, you got to look at uh, the, that possibility giving a lot of players a chance, nine players within four shots, including both at minus 11, Lydia Ko and Michelle Wee. Now at the U.S. Open, Brian Harmon with a one-shot lead over Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Tommy Fleetwood, a two-shot lead over Ricky Fowler, a three-shot lead over Siwoo Kim, a four-shot lead over Patrick Reed and Russell Henley, and a five-shot lead over Brant Snedeker, Bill Haas, Brendan Steele. A lot of players still with the chance at the U.S. Open today, and we just heard from Dave Shedlowski, a windy day, so just about anything could happen at Aaron Hills today. Watch the final round on Fox. By the way, the final round of that Meyer LPGA Classic on the Golf Channel opposite the U.S. Open today. Our thanks to our guest today, John Sanford, new president of the American Society of Golf Course Architects, and to Dave Shedlowski from Golf Digest and Golf World. Enjoy the Open. Happy Father's Day. Until next time, hit them long, hit them straight. Mm-hmm.